This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Greetings listeners and welcome to the third programme in this series with our Mayor Grant Smith. Welcome back Grant. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Lovely to be here Anne. Right, to begin with we'll recap and go more in depth with some of the topics that we've previously discussed. So we heard about council representation in the upcoming election but we didn't get answers as to what authority and responsibility these people have. So Grant, can you please enlighten us? So in broad areas, where are the, or what are the management responsibilities? Yeah, so um, pretty simple. Um, we're the governance arm, like your board of directors or your um, uh, governance people, and the operations, i.e. the actual doing the work, the pay to work, is done by um, council officers. Council employs one person, and this is very important. Uh, we don't employ all the staff. Uh, we employ one person, that is the CEO um, of the city, and that CEO then via their management team employ the rest of the staff. Otherwise you'd have a nightmare of um, councillors you know, and different people having so many different bosses. So it's very clear the line and the, and the governance versus management line is pretty clear. So it's the role of of, of the uh, elected members, the council, to um, set the uh, direction, uh, approve the um, uh, annual plan and then the long-term plan. And um, as elected members, we advocate for residents as well. So, yeah, it's pretty simple, really. So what sort of things are you in charge of, like roading, for example? No, 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 we don't. So... Uh, that is the offices, um, and that's sometimes misunderstood, and, and, and obviously you, you've misunderstood it as well. Well, I've heard people say the mayor should do something about our potholes. Yeah, <laughs> so look, that's that's the advocacy part, and I get lots of that. Um, but I don't, I don't set the budgets. Well, I, I, I put in a uh, with my colleagues, we set an overall budget, um, but it's the offices that carry out that work. It's the operational arm. It's the chief infrastructure manager and her roading team that do that. So this this would apply for every aspect, like all your beautifying and everything yeah, else that absolutely. goes on there. So, absolutely. Um, so do you actually know how funds are allocated for the different areas? Oh, yes. They give us regular reports and everything else. And be fair to say that the roading infrastructure, and I've, I've got some numbers and we can delve into that and and, and what's coming up, but uh, you know we've we've had the perfect storm happen here. With you know we've we've had a bit of growth. Um, we've taken uh, NZTA or Waka Kotahi's government state highway traffic um, off their roads. With you know the um, Piatua track consistently being uh, down, and the new uh, road going over to Tararua and Hawkes Bay uh, being rerouted through our city streets, and that consequently has had. Um, a compounding problem uh, around the city. So for the last five to six years, the city has been taking uh, lots and lots of heavy traffic, which it wasn't designed for. Hence, it's breaking up. So which particular roads is Waka Kotahi responsible for? So they're responsible for the state highway network. Um, At the moment, we have a uh, 
service agreement with them around looking after uh, the route that comes through Salisbury and Ashurst and uh, Napier Road, but we also have a um, a maintenance contract with them around looking after the Paihatua track because it effectively is a state highway now. They have um, we're one of the last big cities to have state highways running right through the middle of us. So Rangitake, uh, Fitzherbert, um, Main, um, and it goes round the inner ring road, which is your Princess um, Grey Street, etc. So uh, it's a bit. Um, messy or where it stops and where it starts, (laughs) that's something that we're still trying to get the government's approval on. Uh, Of course, it means um, transferring, you know, roads. They should really be taking the outer ring road around the city. Uh, It's pretty simple if people just want to, um, uh, you know, look forward forward thinking and and planning. Uh, But consequently, that means some money being put on the table and and we just don't seem to have quite got there yet. So um, are you saying then that once the ring road is established, these inner... um, Inner city roads streets will not be will then become city council. Yeah, yeah, yes, so well, well, they already are. So we're effectively <laughs> paying ratepayers are paying for all this heavy traffic in the middle of the city. That's if you come down to just the elevator pitch, that's what's happening. And literally paying more because of the yes. potholes and yep. things like that. Absolutely, too, damage and to their cars. <laughs> absolutely, and I, I have abs- total sympathy with people. You know that come and see me, and I'm, you know, it's it's got to an epidemic sort of level now. Excuse the pun, where I'm every week I'll have somebody complaining about a road, um, some potholes, and uh, it's just really creaking. And whether we just stop those trucks from coming in, I think we have some massive economic issues. If we did that, uh, we might have some better roads. Um, but you know, we've got we've just got to try and manage it, and we've got to try and get our colleagues at um, NZTA to to meet us as well. And um, as I said, that um, that that has been difficult at times. But look, you know, we we spend upward of um, just in the road renewals part. Uh, you know, there's five point six million on the renewals, and there's going to be some significant rebuilds around Pioneer Highway, Summerhill Drive, Vogel Street, because they're getting smashed by the heavy traffic. We've then got new roads being built for the you know the residential growth part, Um, and you know there's twelve million dollars of of that, and and it's not a a bottomless purse. (laughs) Oh no, it isn't. It isn't at all. And then we've got our maintenance contract that's doing the potholes, which has changed from Higgins now to Fulton Hogan. And look, um, be fair to say that um, you know that the heat's on them. and we're just making sure that the responsibility that comes with that is not shirked, and we just keep we keep um, we keep on to it virtually every week. So, so there's three um, entities that look after our roads and pumps and north and roundabout the environments. So that's Waka Kotahi. There's so, City so Council has some workers as well, yep. and and also Fulton um, Hogan. Yep, Fulton Hogan. So so Waka Kotahi NZTA, the New Zealand Transport Agency, look after the state highways and and the regional roads, and they are um, use a, co- a combination of um, contractors because uh, they have none themselves directly, um, and that is Higgins um, contractors, and they look after those roads regionally for us. Um, in the city, we have a maintenance contract with Fulton Hogan, um, and they look after uh, the city roads and maintenance of those. We then have our own um, uh, depot team, 
they do more um, underground stuff, pipes, um, uh, you know, that sort of uh, in, more built like infrastructure. Like in Church Street at the moment? or Yes, there's a little bit of work there. But our team is um, specialists around waters, uh, driveway, entranceways, um, those sorts of things. So... Um, yeah, so we do. Yeah, essentially there is three teams. So would they have done the parking base up on Summerhill, for example? Um, yes, although that is a, sometimes a separate contract, um, and then it'll go out to tender, oh, and you right. may have somebody like Downers involved. So there is other tenders as well that go out. And talking about Summerhill, I noticed a big sign up saying there's going to be major roadworks from the end of February till April. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. That road rebuild, yeah. So they're going to totally rebuild the road and widen it or what? No, not know. widen it. No, no, no. There's been some um, subsidence under the road. That's why we've got the, the surface damage. Um, oh, right. and, and parts of it need to be basically cut out and the base rebuilt. Um, yeah. One and thing, I, I noticed, sorry to interrupt, I, I noticed um, when they were changing uh, and putting in the cycle lanes and moving the middle of the road, um, that they water blasted the old markings, which of course has left ruts or whatever. So. Yep. So obviously they um, they need to be. So hopefully fixed. by the end of uh, the by April or the end of April, we we can expect a nice road again for the trucks to get and make more potholes and things. In. Well, one would hope that it's built in, in a stronger manner for um, for that. I mean, there was some water damage underneath as well. So and these things happen. I mean, that, that road. Well, that's nature, isn't it? Yeah, and that road's done. These roads are, you know, designed to have renewals, um, and that's why I stress there is a roading renewal budget, and it's consistently, and and people sometimes have a bit of a crack at us, or why are you ripping up that road or redoing that road? Well, there's some underlying problems with it, and if you don't, it's like a roof. Do you wait until it's got holes in it, or do you sense that it might? start to break down and you fix it before it totally breaks down. All right, the gorge. Do we shore up those um, slips before they happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So um, are there regular road inspections? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, so, so yes, consistently, consistently. They've got a whole program of works and uh, they'll have a um, they'll have a, an officer or officers that are consistently looking at defects right around the whole city network. So they've decided what they're going to do when, and then perhaps something will come in like they say, oh, well, we didn't know this road was being undermined by water, so yep. we'll make that a priority. Yeah, so there's emergency works, and they have, um, but they do have a programme of works, and there is a cycle of when things happen. So, for instance, there might be a certain part of Roslyn or Highbury that is done um, before Hokafitu or, or somewhere else, but there is emergency works as well. And then there's safety works as well where there's been some accidents or some stuff that needs to be improved to slow speed down normally. All right. So that um, goes to dangerous corners or whatever that people say. There's too many accidents here. We want something done. Yes, there's, and it's more on those higher speed roads, but it still happens within the the, you know, the city environment of 50k zone as well. And look, we hope that we can get the, the central city, and that's part of um, that inner ring road, is making everything within the inner ring road, a 30k zone. Right. So hopefully um, we who have been driving round at 50 for yonks will sort of get used to slowing down. Oh, well, the city centre, you pretty can't, well, you can't, you can't there's not, many, along, there's not no. many parts you can do 50. It's sort of uh, certainly around the square, um, 
parts of Main Street, Broadway, King, Queen, um, Rangitike, um, you can't go much faster than 30 anyway. No, so. because you hit lights. <laughs> well, there's lights, there's traffic calming, you know, there's, there's a lot of raised platforms. Um, the streets are a bit narrower, um, there's pedestrians, there's... There's cyclists, so there's public transport, so it's it's and all now scooters. Yeah, and and scooters, um, although they're not on the road, um, and you know the uh, it just means you it, it's a shared space, and it should really be a lot slower. Right. So, um, are budgets separate for new works? And maintenance are they separated? Oh yes, yes. You have um, no, you have a renewals budget and you have a um, a capital new budget. Councils always struggle a bit at times with that program of works. One because of the transparency and the process we go through. Um, you know, everything needs to be triple checked and, and um, uh, public, and that sometimes slows the system down a bit. So we approve a budget for the coming year. First quarter we. All we're doing is the planning and ensuring that we've got the money and the co- the contracts all ready to go. So it's not till the second quarter where they actually start to do any work, and sometimes they miss those that ceiling or construction sort of season. Um, but yes, there is uh, renewals. Then the council officers and the staff and the contractors normally hit those budgets because renewals are important. And I'm just not talking about roads. I'm talking about built infrastructure, above ground, everything underground. For instance, we're spending $21 million on uh, three waters underground, so that's impro- improving the stormwater network. Um, it's it's uh, doing constant improvements to fresh water um, and wastewater and just those pipe connections and, and just making sure that the, uh, the network is performing as efficiently as it can. So we're still going ahead with that d- despite the fact that it possibly will be moved in yeah. of our hands well, or your it's, 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 it's now moved into a probable um, from a possible. So it's most likely going to happen. Yes, yes, most likely. Too bad if people and, don't agree. Uh, yeah, and that's, um, you know, the government has a mandate and people voted the government in and they've were very clear that they were going to do things. So um, perhaps the way they've done some things is, can be challenged. Um, but look, at the end of the day, for Palmerstonians, it's not going to be necessarily a bad thing. The, the improvement to the wastewater plant will be world class. It'll be best in New Zealand. And um, we we don't take the liabilities. If, if ratepayers had to pay for it by themselves, um, purely by themselves, 100%, we would struggle. So how, how will that work in, in respect to the ratepayer? There'll be something in our rates that will tell us for well, water and that well, sort of thing. Well, your, water, I mean, well, your, now, your, your rates will basically decrease in, in that water space, but you'll get another bill from another entity. Oh, right. So like water care in Auckland and in overseas, if you say you live in Tasmania or Queensland, you, the city doesn't give you a, a water bill. Um, it's another entity. So the rates will go down and then we'll get a bill from our new one stretching from Gisborne right down to the top of the South Island was yes. our area, the, which the in, seems strange. In, but in, yeah, entity C. Mm. Right. So was there anything else on roading that you'd like to mention? Oh, look, it's just an ongoing, it's just an ongoing um, uh, subject, which you've just, as I said to you before, you've just got to keep those renewals going the whole time. Um and, and the way it's done regionally too, there's a regional transport um, plan or program. It's a three-year rolling plan. 
So we've just renewed that 2021 to 24. It's 1.3 billion being spent in the Manawatu, including Palmerston North City and uh, Wanganui. So that's around land transport. That includes roads, includes rail, and I say rail because there's quite a lot in rail happening in our areas. And there's an emphasis on strategic freight as well. There's public transport, so the bus and the cycling and the walking networks as well. So um, they pumped in an extra, and it sounds like a lot, but it doesn't, it, once it's like Marmite, it's spread pretty, <laughs> pretty thinly. There's an additional 300 odd million around the maintenance and improving safety on the state highways. So, you know, it's, um, there's a lot there, but, um, you know, the, I mean, there's lots of issues too, but there actually is a lot there to try and mitigate some of them. All right. So and how's the Hawke's Bay route coming? What's an update on that? Yeah, so um, Te Tūranga um, Manawatu um, Tarua Highway is going well. I, I spoke to the uh, project manager uh, just a couple of days ago and earthworks are continuing on both sides, above Ashurst and above Wood, Woodville. Um uh, weather has, um, you know, they hampered them a little bit with that um, those couple of big downpours that we've just had in the cyclone coming through, but they're still making good progress and they're on on time-ish at the stage, perhaps a week behind, but they'll make that up with so um, when, some good weather. When were they expecting to finish? What was the projected finish? Uh, uh, end of twenty twenty four, and they're on track for that, and nothing's moved. That I've been I've been told anyway. Well, let's hope it's not like transmission gully. <laughs> well, the joke the joke around uh, Wellington and is that this this road will open before transmission gully. <laughs> yes, so possibly. And um, while we're on the subject of roading and cars and everything, um, does the city council have any plans for a new parking building? Because some of these roading things have taken away parks. Yeah, and look, the city centre there is a there is a strategy to get more people in the city centre and. A lot of that is by mode shift as well, so it's just not cars, cars, cars. And um, I'm I'm one person of, of seeing balance in the whole thing. So yes, we're going to improve our, our bus, so rather than the ghost buses going around with nobody <laughs> yes. in them, um, and I'd have to say that is a problem at the moment, it's just repurposing what that looks like, more frequency, and I know Horizons who run that are doing a lot of work about improving that. And we'll be adding in a, a new transit terminal in the middle of town to make to make sure that you know you're not deemed a second class citizen going on a bus. It's it's you know it, it, it's taking you within a 15 minute window um, to where you need to go. Obviously, the cycling and and walking um, networks need to be improved as well. Um, but getting people into town is key. There actually is a lot of parks in town, um, but Palmerstonians, of course. Um, and now that we're nearly 100,000 people still think they can just drive up and park outside the front door. That, um, you know, you've got King Street, you've got the downtown car park, you've got Harvey Norman car park, um, you have the um, plaza car park. Essentially, some of them are connected to shopping centres. Um, and then you have about 3,000 on-street car parks. So there actually is a lot in town. So at the moment, that's a no that they haven't got any plans for a parking. No, they ha- no they haven't. But they've identified there's probably some shortages of parks in certain areas. That Upper Cuba Street, Rangitake, um does have a lack of parking where Briscoes and all that are. And of course, they've got some hero stores like um, Rebel um, and and uh, um, you know a couple of government departments that are in around the 
uh, Crombie Lockwood um, building there, which um, probably do require some parking. But again, um, there's got to be more ways than just a whole lot of just cars, that's all. It's, right. it's got to be a combination. So the the um, scooters were another thing um, we mentioned. I think that we're supposed to be getting another two hundred from somewhere. Yeah. So um, there's one more company that's meant to be joining the uh, the race, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, uh, I haven't caught up whether that is still happening. Um, of course, with COVID and and uh, um, people not being out and about as much, although Palmerston North still is quite busy. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they do meet meet and come in. So, how's the the current ones going? We've got three companies. Is yeah, that correct? yeah, yeah. So you got uh, your Lime, Uber, uh, Flamingo, um, and Beam. And That's the purple one, isn't yes, it? Yes, and the, and they've gone well. They've had higher usage here than they have in Auckland, Christchurch, Wellington, over that um, period before Christmas. Slowed down, I think, a lot because of. COVID and other things, um, but look, people are still using them. And look, we've had our, our, our it's a trial, remember too, a year-long trial, and, and officers have done a reasonably good job to mitigate the speed issues, um, the, the, the safety issues for our um, disability and, and um, you know, impaired sight um, sectors. Um, and I think the biggest issue is just the collection of them and just them just lying around the streets at times. Um, that was always going to be an issue, and I suppose that's one. Yes, because I think you said in an earlier one that um, they're supposed to be standing upright mm. and mm. whatever. Mm. Um, and I, I believe that the um, companies have have a base from which they know exactly where each yeah. each one they're is. All, they're all GPS, um, so it's all done from the mobile, but um, they. They are meant to be um, collecting them and making sure that they're, they're properly um, stood up and, and, and out of out of people's way, um, so they can be um, utilised. But they're not not um, you're not tripping not over them, right? So they um, what's the speed that they can go? Do they? So within the um, city centre, it's um, fifteen kilometres, and in the um, outer suburbs, it's twenty five. And within the Esplanade, I think it's been governed back to 15 as well. And there's certain parts that they can't go in um, where it just won't operate. All right. Now, that's different to what Auckland had. Auckland was 40 kilometres. So 40 kilometres, that's quite fast. And they're all on footpaths? Absolutely. It was way too fast. So that's why we we, uh, took our time and... Yes, um, we, we made sure that the speed was significantly governed back for safety reasons. Right. So uh, um, we've got some major things coming up, but we're running out of time for today's one, so I'll just have a quick look and see if there's something that... Um, oh, you mentioned rail. The railway land, is there any future use for the City Council for that um, if and when it, change, or when it moves? Um, so we don't own it, um, so it's it's owned by Kiwi Rail. Um, like all, um, you know, uh, rail networks, um, that land's relatively valuable for um, housing. Um, so it is. It'll be 
it will be contaminated. So you know, for industrial use. So we'll just have to see where that goes. I think that some. I mean, the industrial side of Palmerston is still growing, and that small to light industrial. So I think it'll get picked up pretty easily. And you know, on the back of it, on the other side with Roslyn, um, parts certain parts of Tremaine Avenue, um, and and down towards. Um, um, Awapuni um, Way, you know, Sunderland Crescent, um, Tremaine Avenue Park down there, um, Cloverley Road. I mean, it could get picked up for housing. So um, it will be sold by the government as such because I, I presumably believe, Kiwi Rail doesn't own it. It's I believe so. It'll be, um, it's, um, no, it's, just, it's, I understand it's rail land, so it'll be, oh, under, right. be under, it'll be under rail, uh, a rail reserve uh, land, so it'll be theirs. So talking about the rail, we uh, mentioned the railway station because that belongs to them. Um, and a question that I had was you mentioned that there was a Palmerston North City Council proposal um, mm. yep. to tidy it up or do something with it. So um, what are we allowed to know what that proposal was and what it involved? Oh, it was about beautifying um, urban design, um, improving the entranceways. It wasn't structural. Because um, again, the building's owned by Kiwi Rail, and uh, I think I might have said on a previous show, there's surprisingly a bit of stuff in there that's um, still very critical to the network, uh, where the default station for Wellington, um, like the airport is with um, airports, yes. and they have their national training um, uh, set up upstairs. So you wouldn't know that, um, but it, I've been up there, and it's um, it, it's 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 significant. So look, we, we went to them with um, a whole lot of murals, um, a um, signage, um, uh, beautifying with planting and paint, um, and I can happily say we've reconnected with them, but we just we're sort of seeing where that's going at the moment. So there has been some renewed interest. So we might actually, because a lot of people are talking about how disgusting it is because it's the gateway to Palmerston North in some cases. But well, it's a, it's a rail gateway. I would say, you know, there's many gateways. That's the thing that's with Palmerston true. North. It's it's one. But all should be nice to look at. Of course, at. <laughs> absolutely. And, but again, um, and it's like you complaining about a house down the road. Um, you don't own it. It's very no, hard. Exactly. Very hard. Even though these are a public, you know, Kiwi Rail is a public entity. Sometimes, um, you know, big organisations are hard to deal with. Yes, I guess you've got to get the right person in, in, in the same frame of mind. And we seem to have found that. Oh, um, well, that's yeah. great news. Mm, there mm. you are, listeners. Mm. There's maybe a solution to the railway station after all. Watch this space. <laughs> yes, or listen to this space, mm. maybe. But um, Or read your paper There's and look on the City Council um, website. So there's bound to be all sorts of things on there. Um, respected. So that's answered quite a few of your questions, um, listeners. So we're going to have the Mayor back again next week for another round of interesting um, talks about things, some of them that you've asked about and others that you will be interested in, hopefully. So thank you very much for coming again, Grant. Thank you, Anne. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.